Hey, hey, I'm back and I'm happy to be back. It was a good vacation and I am so ready to uh, work on the rest of Worth the Risk and kind of work toward that big finale, you know. But first, I want to say something. This is a listener-funded show, and I want to thank Jamie, Natalie, Thea, Shirley, and Chicken Nipples for helping me keep going. And I've got lots more people to thank. I'm going to do that after the show. But it is thanks to these people who um, pledged recurring monthly support that I can plan ahead and make sure I have the time to work on the podcast. Now, in case you're wondering, I do not make enough money with the podcast to work on it full time. That's why there are um, only two episodes every month. <laughs> Someone posted about that on YouTube, that the wait is too long. I know it's long, it sucks, but it's just the reality of this uh, small, um, independent business of mine. So yeah, I want to thank lots more people after the show. But first, let's get to the episode. You've waited long enough. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 37, Plants. Are you sure she won't mind? Raven asked, following Kim through the front door. She rubbed her hands over her legs. They felt clammy. Absolutely positive, Kim said, grinning over her shoulder. We're here to water the plants. She asked me to. She closed the door of Natalie's house. Right, Raven said, unconvinced, and looked around the living room. Not much had changed. Natalie's bike was propped up against the wall. The plate that rested on the back of the couch looked newish, but otherwise everything was the same. Raven thought of how she had massaged Natalie's feet as they were watching a movie. Let me start outside, Kim said and headed for the kitchen. You just get comfortable. Sure, Raven replied and sat down on the couch. She leaned back and took in a deep breath. The sense of Natalie's home triggered an intense longing inside her. She wanted to spend more time here. Damn, Raven mumbled to herself. This was a lot harder than she had imagined. The day had been overwhelming in many ways, but it had been less awkward than she had expected. She had made her way to Kim's place in a daze. After hearing that Natalie wasn't in the country, she didn't know what else to do. As soon as she had arrived at Kim's, something had changed. She had felt like she was where she was supposed to be. Maybe it was because Kim was American too. Or perhaps she had just been happy to be near someone close to Natalie. Raven had started to ask Kim a lot of questions about Natalie. And she had shared a lot too. For the first time in months, she could talk about Natalie as much as she wanted. It had been a great relief. If Kim was uncomfortable discussing Natalie with Raven, she didn't show it. On the contrary, Kim seemed to welcome talking about Natalie. She didn't avoid conversation about Raven and Natalie's short-lived romance either. It really was remarkable how well she and Kim got along. Raven would never have thought so after their tense phone conversation two weeks ago. 
Kim had been angry with her then. Today, she had been nothing but warm and welcoming. They had waited to hear from Natalie together. Kim had left Natalie a voicemail message around lunch, but Natalie hadn't gotten back to her yet. This was strange, Kim admitted. Still, it wasn't totally unexpected since Natalie was in Barcelona for business. Her new boss sounds very reasonable, but maybe things just got hectic over there, you know? Kim had told Raven. I've already called her several times. I'm going to stop now. She'll get back to me when she can. Raven had agreed, of course. But as the minutes had turned into hours, she had grown increasingly desperate. Had Natalie ignored the missed calls? Or had she heard the message and ignored the fact that Raven had come to see her? When Raven had become too stressed to keep up appearances, Kim had suggested walking to Natalie's place. She still had to water Natalie's plants. She also thought Raven might like being back at Natalie's place. All right, all done outside, Kim said as she walked back into the kitchen. I watered the plants inside yesterday, so I don't have to do those again. She had left the back door open and Raven could hear the birds singing their evening song. Some crickets had joined them with their own melody. Raven wished she could sit outside with Natalie and listen to the sounds. She moved to the edge of the couch. Do you need to come back in the morning? No, Kim said, leaning against the open doorpost between the living room and kitchen. Natalie should be home in the afternoon, at the latest. She frowned and patted her jeans. That's my phone, she said and pulled the vibrating device out of her pocket. Go ahead and take it. Raven said, chewing on the inside of her cheek. Kim's eyebrows quirked. Finally, she said. It's Natalie. Oh, Raven replied, squeezing the couch's pillow with both hands. Let's see what she has to say, Kim said with a wink and lifted the phone to her ear. Hey, bestie. Raven's mouth went dry as she waited. She could hear Natalie's voice very faintly but it was nowhere near loud enough to hear what she was saying to Kim. Really? Kim asked, sounding excited. She put her thumb in the air for Raven. Raven smiled back at her nervously. She got up and started pacing around the living room. And you're sure you don't need me to pick you up? Kim asked. Raven's heart skipped three beats. She didn't know when Natalie was coming home, but at least she was coming home. She had feared the business trip would suddenly be extended or that Natalie would decide to stay in Barcelona a bit longer to see the city. In the back of her mind, she had already been trying to find ways to extend her own trip. She didn't think her boss would be happy about it, but Raven figured she could probably get away with it. Yes, I've talked to Raven, Kim replied. Raven spun around. A drop of sweat rolled down her back. Yes, she's still in Belgium, Kim continued, grinning. She shook her head slowly as she listened to Natalie. No, she said. I think you two should talk about that once you get home. Natalie said something and Kim nodded. All right, just let me know if you get delayed somehow, okay? Raven rubbed the spot between her eyebrows. Okay, see you soon. Love you, Kim said and hung up the phone. What did she say? Raven asked breathlessly. She's back, Kim said with a wide smile. Back? Raven squeaked. Yes, back, Kim repeated. She should be home in less than two hours.
Raven looked around the living room as she fidgeted with one of her braids. Was it too much? Maybe she should skip the candles? There were so many of them. She checked the time on her phone. Natalie could walk in at any moment. If Raven started putting out the candles, there was a chance Natalie would catch her in the middle of it. That would definitely not look good. Shit, I never should have let Kim talk me into this, Raven thought. She walked toward the window. The curtains were closed to hide her presence inside. She pushed the fabric aside very carefully and took a peek. There was no sign of Natalie in the garden or street. Raven blew out a nervous breath and let the curtain slide back in place. She had been alone for about 30 minutes now. After Natalie called Kim to say she was back in Belgium, Kim had switched into full-blown romantic mode. You have to surprise her, she had shrieked. Come on, we have some time. You can blow her off her socks. We'll decorate the room and then I'll leave you here to surprise her. Raven had been too stunned to really think things through. She had just followed Kim around the house, overwhelmed by all the emotions of the day and the new knowledge that she would see Natalie in less than two hours. Kim, giggling almost non-stop, had looked around the house for candles and other things to decorate the living room with. They had found plenty of tea light candles, some red paper Kim had cut into little hearts, and a bunch of dried flowers that Kim had put in a vase. The result was not bad at all, Raven had to admit. Kim had an eye for these things. But now that Kim had left, leaving Raven alone to think about what she would say when Natalie came in, Raven wasn't so sure this whole romantic surprise was her thing. I've never done this before. She thought for the tenth time in less than fifteen minutes. What on earth am I going to say when she comes in? Raven walked over to the couch and sat down. She unlocked her phone, checking the notes app where she had jotted down a few things. She thought she should start with, I'm sorry I left, and go from there. Her throat tightened as she considered Natalie's possible responses. Would she accept it? Would it change anything between them? Would she welcome Raven back into her life, or would this visit be a bittersweet goodbye? It wasn't lost on Raven that her expectations of this visit had changed quite dramatically over the course of the day. When she had left Atlanta, she had hoped for some form of closure. Now, she was hoping for so much more. A hug, a kiss... A morning in Natalie's arms. All these things had flashed through Raven's mind as she waited for Natalie to come home. Her conversations with Kim and the fact that Natalie had flown back earlier had fueled this new hope. She knew she had no right to expect any of these things. She was the one who had bolted. She had run away from their relationship. Jasmine had been right about that. But Raven had changed. She had stopped running away from what scared her. Instead, she wanted to run toward things. She wanted to run toward people. She wanted to follow the longing she felt deep inside. She needed to. There was no way back now. And it all had started here. In this city, in this house. And with Natalie. The sound of a key sliding into the lock pulled her from her thoughts. She jumped up. Raven took position by the table for a second, then walked to the kitchen 
and back into the living room. The door was open now. Natalie walked in with her back to Raven, pulling a small suitcase behind her. Natalie muttered, but Raven had no idea what she was saying. She tried to say hi, but no sound came out of her mouth. She cleared her throat and tried again. Hi, she said. Fuck! Natalie screamed, dropping the handle of her suitcase as she spun around. Raven knew she had done the right thing by coming here the moment their eyes met. She closed the distance between Natalie and herself in under a second. She opened her arms for Natalie to fall into them. But Natalie hesitated. This was part 37 of Worth the Risk. I was able to create this episode with the help of Madison, Rhonda, Kaylee, Stacy, and Becky. Thank you so much. Hey, PB, Sandy, Anto, Sue, Kathy, and Madison, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Irene, Lou, Adam, Erica, Ray, and Antonia, thank you so much for your help. Sandy, Neri, Serena, Reed, Trinda, Carrie, Bella, and Jay, thank you for helping me produce this episode with your financial support um, and so I can share it with the rest of the world. Charlie is a good boy. Thank you, Marina, Bob, Lori, Ricky, Heidi, and Elle. You rock, and I'm so grateful. Thank you, Kat, Sven, Valerie, Matthias, Emily, The Dash, Ariana, Charlotte, and Marie-Hélène. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Patricia, Annie, Dewey, Amber, and last but not least, Queen of Paradise, Delisa. Thank you so much for your help. All right, that was all for this week. Um, In case you're wondering, there are a few more episodes coming up of Worth the Risk. So um, I'm going to start writing on part 38 in a few days. And there's also an extra coming up, um, sponsored by the kind people on Patreon who have um, chosen an extra scene or extra written scene, I should specify, with Elle and Louise. And that's coming up on the website um, June 21st. Um, I'm aiming for that date. So um, you can find it there. Everyone can find it there. Thanks to the people who support my work. So thank you so much. And thank you for listening. It's always a privilege to spend time with you. And I will see you in the next episode in two weeks. Bye. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.